presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Hustle's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes a move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Franson and Ajay Selvason. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, Ajay, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson with you here on a Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in and joining us here on the Full Court Press. Beautiful day today. First day of December. Does not feel like December at all. Uh, but it still feels like fall football weather, and Utah State is preparing for hopefully a great game coming up on Saturday, taking on the San Diego State Aztecs in Carson, California. Uh, threw it out on on the on the Twitter earlier today, just a, a roll call. Like who's who's going to the game this weekend? Any Aggie fans making the trip? Uh, will there be a, a a a good Aggie crowd there that shows up, or will it be mostly San Diego State fans? It's not a very big arena, and it is a hundred miles north of the San Diego State campus, so they've they've been road games all year long for San Diego State. But uh, if you're going, uh, let us know. Love to know who's making the trip down to Southern California this weekend. 435-339-0321. If you're making the trip, uh, love to hear from you. And uh, today is Wednesday, which means we do our opposition research. And so we'll get into more details about who San Diego State is, uh, what they've accomplished so far this year, and the challenges Utah State or opportunities Utah State may have coming up this weekend. Uh, we'll hear from the coaches and the players on all of those fronts. So looking forward to uh, getting to know San Diego State a little bit better. This is a good team, Ajay. Yeah, they're <laughs> they do a lot of things in about every facet of the football game that just I mean, they give you a headache. They're really, really good. Um, but so is Utah State. Look, they they throttled a good San Jose State team, San Jose State team by about thirty. Eric, uh, they found a way to beat Air Force. Um, you know, they they find ways to win ball games. It's another good football team. We've said it before. We'll say it again. Can fall behind a good football team by double digits. You know, it's but uh, yeah, I, I I'm excited about this game for a number of, uh, a number of reasons. Um, one of them being that I just know that both coaches on 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 both sidelines will come well prepared and uh, have a good game plan to game plan put together and uh, I expect it to be a really really good football game on Saturday afternoon. Uh, the for those that are interested in these things, the early line 
was... I love how you try to like make yourself sound innocent, like, hey, for those who are interested, but that's not me, but well, cause it's not I've been looking it up Utah anyways. To, to, to bet on sports. <laughs> but um, it's the game... This uh, Hang on, i got to pull it up here. The game opened as San Diego State as a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Ajay, you and I were talking about this and looking at it earlier today. It has moved since we spoke. Yeah. It's now up to six for San Diego State. That's crazy. I like, yeah. All right. How, how much further north is this going to go? I don't know. But let them. Look, they're just trying to get money. They're just trying to get bets dropping in through the door. Um, So I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, that's fine. If people want to throw it down on that, that's fine. And <laughs> there's enough bulletin board material out there for the Aggies to use for, like, weeks and weeks. I mean, they only need it for two more games, right? Well, actually, really, for one more game and then go from there. Um, but I, yeah, I think we're going to be fine. I think this team's going to be fine. You're going to be all right. Uh, you know, let, let the game speak for itself. The awards, the recognition, and that stuff, that, that doesn't matter. Let, let the game speak for itself. Um, keys and predictions will come later in the week, but one of the, the, the real key factors of this game is who's going to be under center for both teams and, and how healthy is the quarterback situation. Uh, San Diego State had to swap out quarterbacks in their game against Boise, and really that made a huge difference in their game. Uh, after, they, after they did that, Utah State mm, arguably waited a series too long before they swapped out Logan Bonner and then he had to come out because of injury. Now, he should be able to go. He 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 should be good to go on Saturday. I'm going to I'm going to But it's just how long will he stay in the game? Yeah, I'm going to fix that phrase. He will start Saturday afternoon. He Logan Bonner will start Saturday afternoon. And I hope he's able to go the whole game. Uh yeah, the question is, will he finish? Yeah, the will, yeah, well, yeah, he's going to finish. He's a tough kid. He's a really tough kid. Uh, he's taken a beating this year, and he's been able to get himself up off the the turf or the grass or whatever it is time and time again. Uh, he'll, he'll have himself ready to go on Saturday afternoon. Is he sore? I'm sure he is. He's beat up. He's bruised, but I... I just, I mean, I like the kid's moxiness and the grittiness and the toughness he shows every single game. He deserves to start this Saturday's game. No, I, I agree. He absolutely deserves to start. And if he's he's healthy to go, and he'll say he is, and I believe that he will still give the Aggies the best chance. Um, but look, as I said, there's there's a quarterback, kind of a quarterback health situation for both teams. And uh, Brady Hoke... First talked about Logan Bonner, his his thoughts on on Logan Bonner, uh, but also about um, and, well, and then Blake Anderson kind of re- talks about the San Diego State quarterback situation, kind of uh, pair those uh, against each other, seeing what each coach is saying about the quarterback situation for their respective uh, uh, opponents coming up on Saturday. Yeah, well, number one, I think he's pretty daggone accurate. You you look at his accuracy. Uh, with the football and, and that's with all throws. And so that, that part of it, I think he does a great job uh, as a leader. Well, exactly what you want when you look at uh, uh, your leader on offense. And if you're an offense alignment, you're a, a wide receiver, you can just see the leadership that he has. 
And uh, I, I believe me, we've had some really good quarterbacks in this league this year. And uh, he, he's, uh, he doesn't take a, take a back seat to any of them. Yeah, San Diego State faced Hayner. They faced Strong. Uh, they, they've, they've gone up against some of the best quarterbacks in the league. Logan Bonner is, is uh, the next in line on that list. Uh, and Blake Anderson, he weighed in on their uh, quarterback situation. Uh, and then also the potential of having to prepare for to uh, face two different quarterbacks and not knowing which one will be under center for San Diego State. Well, it definitely brought a spark to them. They, they, weren't, they weren't really clicking on all cylinders offensively. They played them both this season. We're going to have to prepare for both. Uh, makes, you know, I don't know, it's perfect. It's just perfectly fitting that we're going to figure out which one's going to play. It just kind of reminds me of how the season's gone for us. Uh, we did a good job of that against San Jose State. Hopefully we can do the same thing here. I think the one thing about them is you, you kind of know what they want their personality to be, regardless of which one's playing. In, in that sense, they're, they're pretty straightforward. I mean, they they want to they run the ball. They want to control the line of scrimmage. They want to control the clock and, and make you play a physical brand of ball. So I'm not sure that for us, schematically, it makes a huge difference. For them, clearly there was a, an emotional lift or a burst or – or maybe just change of pace for them, and it, and it got them over the hump. And we're glad it did because we wouldn't be uh, we wouldn't be worried about playing right now if it didn't. <laughs> That's true. I know. <laughs> Had they not made that quarterback change, it would be Air <laughs> be a Force different story. in the title game. Yep, be a different story. And uh, Fresno. God, that's crazy, isn't it? Um, they got look. People are going to talk about the passing game and how weak it is Like right, for, for San Diego State. It's not weak, but it's not great. But they don't have to be great, Eric. Really, you might have the easiest job. you got to exist between three seconds of getting the snap from the center, turning around, and handing it off to a running back and letting him go. That's what San Diego State, as weird as this sounds, is known for this year, is a downhill running team. And they constantly shove it down your throat over and over and over again. And that's what makes this team so good. And that's what makes them such a pain in the butt. Um, and I know we'll get to their defensive side of the ball after or later on. And, boy, they are <laughs> phenomenal on that side as well. But, uh, yeah, I – Yeah, Greg Bell is a solid running back. Oh, he's good. And they have a good offensive line, I feel like. Uh, Greg Bell, he's uh, he averages about 79 yards a game. He's running into the end zone eight times. Um. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, Aggies have faced some running backs that probably are bigger or faster, but it's just another solid running back and that running threat that Utah State has to face that in some games they've really struggled with. Yeah, uh, and I think that's, that's probably the biggest concern I think anybody from Utah State Aggie Nation has on their minds is how do you stop a downhill physical running attack like that? And and can you wrap up? Eric, it's like they've been there where they've been able to make tackles. It it but sometimes the shoulder tackles or trying to go for the uh, as I like to say joystick tackles, instead of just wrapping up in a basic tackle, wrap up against these guys because if you try to pinball them. It's not going to work. Like they're just going to. I mean, it's going to be an extra 15, 20 yards, and you can't give San Diego State gaps like that. You can't give them second chances, especially the running backs. Wrap up, gang tackle, every single play. Make sure that he's down. 
but with that being said, with what they can do in the running game, they have evolved to be more of a passing team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, Blake Anderson talked a little bit about that this week. Yeah, I mean, I think it's because the defense they played and how they've been played. The one thing they are willing to do is if you if you give them number situations where they feel the need to put it in the air, they're not afraid to. They just they're just very open about wanting to run the ball and run the you know control the last scrimmage. But they've got a ton of great plays on the outside. They they throw the the vertical ball and the back shoulder fade as good as anybody we've seen all year with big physical wideouts. It's a ball that both quarterbacks throw well, uh, and, and it it marries up very well with their run game and what they want to do inside the box creates a lot of stress for you because you're going to end up in some one-on-one situations if you're going to stop the run and they throw that ball very very effectively and to to beat them we're going to have to defend it well San Diego State is kind of like Wyoming in that they don't have consistent wide receivers that are high on a lot of Mountain West Conference statistical lists but they have guys that can make plays uh, they don't have you know, an outstanding you know, wide receiver number one that's really high on any list. But they've, they're evolving into a, a team that can and will throw the ball around and with, with some accuracy. Uh, last week, um, you know, Brookshire comes in and throws the ball for nearly 200 yards. Wow. What, what was his so, line? Do you have that? Jesse Matthews had a game. He had 133 yards receiving. That's impressive. But he had uh, nine receptions. He was the main target. No one else had more than three. But, yeah, Brookshire was uh, 11 of 15 for 192 yards, threw for one touchdown. He also ran the ball nine times for 46 yards and a touchdown. He was the leading rusher. Hey, Eric, I don't think we've had this happen since Air Force. I might be wrong on that because it might have been BYU as well. But what's the chances we have more rushing attempts than passing attempts in this game? That Utah State has more rushing attempts? No, sorry, that San Diego State has more rushing attempts than passing versus this defense of the Aggies. Um, Just because they're so effective in the run game, right? And we, if I can be honest, are not very good in the run defense portion of our of our system. I mean, what? You, I mean, isn't it simple? You just turn around and have the ball and say, "Hey, look, you're forgetting four yards a pop. You're looking at third and two. Last week against Boise, they had 36 passing attempts. They had 38 rushing attempts. Now, some of those are sacks that count against you, and that goes against your rushing. Um, and Boise State did have two sacks. But still, that's pretty even, Ajay. Huh, yeah. Um, I, If they make this a physical ground game, I just feel like this defense is going to get worn out. Like that, the physicality of, I it and I guess it's not even the physicality that's a concern for me. It's just having the guy turn and running it down our throats for. I mean that's what Air Force did. Air Force knew, and then at one point they'll just pop a play action on first and ten when you don't even see it coming. It's going to set somebody free. 
this 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 running game could be a big issue for for Utah State on the defensive side of the ball if they can't tackle and get stops. Uh, I agree. Uh, I agree. This is a challenge for Utah State. Has been all year when they face a, a physical front. Um, BYU, Boise State, Wyoming, even to some degree Colorado State. But I thought they did a really good job of stopping the run against Colorado State. But that um, that has been problematic. Yeah, and the other they I couldn't don't... stop the run against Air Force. No, just thankfully they were able to outscore them. It just came down to being able to put more points on the board and just have a better offense. And I felt like we had issues with. Was it BYU? I felt like they ran down our throats too, Eric. Like Tyler Algier had a pretty good day. Well, at least a good second half. Uh, Got to match up physically. BYU, yeah, Algier ran for 218 yards that day. Yeah. And he could get whatever he wanted. Yeah, yeah. And they did get whatever they wanted to. (laughs) And and the, and the, the biggest problem, Eric, is when you have a dual threat team like San Diego State, who can not only run the ball productively, but can throw it well, like, you just don't know when that play action is going to be set up. Right? And then and then you're you're almost like a batter, a rookie batter going against a Clayton Kershaw. Then you're just guessing, like on an 0-2 count. You're absolutely guessing what's coming because you have no idea. Stop the run, make them one-dimensional, whether it's stop the pass, make them run, stop the run, make them pass. Make them one-dimensional. Find a way to make them have to do one thing and focus on that one thing. Uh, David Bailey for Colorado State had 159 yards on 30 carries. What did Boise run for on us? I don't uh, think it was that a, good. T- as a team, it was like 148. I was okay, just I was going to say, well, nobody had more than good. 50 yards. I still can't believe we lost that game that badly. That was a weird day. That was a weird day. Yeah, I, uh... Air Force, they had Emmanuel Michael, uh, 133 yards, Brad Roberts for 113, and Hazik Daniels for 102. Three guys ran for more than 100 yards. 437 yards rushing total. <laughs> Aggies just Good outscored. Heck. Wait, read that first one again, will ya? Who was it? Emmanuel. Yeah. Sanders? Michelle, Michael. I don't oh. know how to pronounce his last name. Then there was Brad Roberts and then Hazik Daniels, the quarterback. Wow. 133, 113, and 102. Yeah, that I, I still don't know how we won that game, Eric. Dude, I'm dead honest. I still don't know how we pulled that off. <laughs> That was impressive. Okay, so what's the difference between Air Force offensively, running-wise, and San Diego State? Do you see a difference between either team? Uh, well, certainly the biggest is the, the triple option attack. You yeah. Know, how Air Force does that. But really, isn't it- I, I've been thinking a lot about that Air Force game in, in light of this game coming up. Yeah. That USU needs to have kind of a similar game plan. It's just, yeah. Air Force is physical in the trenches. The things that they do with the, their chop blocks uh, and they cut you down and make it difficult. Um, 
not that San Diego State's going to do that too, but the way they make it difficult to get anything going, Utah State has to take a kind of a similar approach, I think. Mm-hmm. That game plan that worked against Air Force almost is what they need to do against San Diego State. San Diego State, yeah. Get it out quickly, get it over the top um, of their defense, run away from them. Because um, trying to do long developing plays, they're not going to work against San Diego State. Hmm. I uh, I just I don't have that much faith in the Utah State Utah State offensive line, but also coupled with what that defensive front looks like. I don't blame you. <laughs> Gonna be tough. I and they just like I said they just do everything really really well. It's it's hard to beat a team that doesn't beat themselves. Like Air Force beat themselves. To be honest, Boise beats themselves too. Uh, this is probably the first team since BYU that just they don't make mistakes. They really they don't put themselves out of a ball game. And uh, that loss to Fresno was, I mean, really they didn't kill themselves. So that Fresno just beat them. Like Fresno just outplayed them, and it was a good ball game the whole entire four quarters. Yeah, yeah. Fresno with the San Diego's lone loss. Uh, beat them thirty to twenty. What were their numbers in that game, Eric? Do you have that by chance? Uh, which numbers you want? Uh, sorry, Fresno San Diego State. I was just wondering what San Diego State's rushing game was like that day. Fresno State. Uh, Jordan Mims ran the ball twenty nine times for one hundred and eighty six yards. <laughs> Jake Hayner threw the ball for three hundred yards, three hundred and six. And what about San Diego State's offense? What did they do? Uh, Lucas Johnson was the main quarterback there. He threw for 220 yards and a touchdown. He did throw two interceptions. That hurts. Greg Bell, uh, 63 yards on 15 carries. So they Lucas, limited him. Lucas Johnson, 60 yards on eight carries. So they they like the mobile quarterback who can pick up yards on the ground with his feet. Hey, are they coming out of a pro set offense, or is that shotgun? Do you think? I, 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 I haven't really watched San Diego State a whole lot. But I, I wonder if they're – because if it's like a pro-style offense and they're doing that, that's incredible. Because in this day and age, a pro-style a pro style offense tells you you're running. Very rarely do they do like an under center play action, find a guy. And if, if they're oh – man, and maybe they are. Maybe they're just getting underneath center and they're saying like, stop us, dare you. And not a lot of teams have. It sounds like Fresno State did. But, I mean, even – after Fresno, uh, or excuse me, after Boise State led sixteen to three, it's crazy how you how uh, San Diego State was able to just turn on the Jets and go twenty seven or was it twenty six unanswered or what? No, yeah, twenty three uh, unanswered. Uh, yes, like yeah, twenty three, twenty six unanswered points. That's incredible, Eric, against Boise State, man. They will just flip the switch and go. And part of that was the quarterback change. Yeah. Which is really nuts to me that it took a quarterback change to flip that right side up. Really sparked him. Yeah. Uh, hey, we'd love to get your thoughts about this matchup coming up on Saturday. Yeah, between no Utah tech so State far, man. And San Diego State championship game. It's a title game for the Aggies in the Mountain West Conference. 435-339-0321 if you want to weigh in on that. Uh, I want to get to something at some point here in the show. Brian Kelly is really getting beat up about how he exited Notre Dame. 
not so much. We haven't heard so much about Lincoln Riley and how he left Oklahoma. But what we have learned in both of these cases, how quickly these offers developed and how quickly these coaches decided to make the change, is there an ideal way to announce to your team that you're leaving? Yeah. Or is it a total of lose-lose situation? No matter what, you're going to come out looking the bad guy. Is there... Have you seen anybody do it the right way? Is there such a thing is he, has there such as a thing? doing yep. it the right way? Hey, really quick before we take a break, by the way, we have tickets for St. Mary's Utah State tomorrow that we need to give away. Oh. Uh, that is a big-time game. I didn't know this. And That is a big game. I, well, I just got a text from a friend who is bringing us uh, actually what, quite a few tickets to give away. So uh, we will uh, do that today for today's show. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, huge nationally televised game. Big showdown between Utah State and St. Mary's Mountain West versus It's going to be Coast. a great game, Eric. Yes. <laughs> All right, so quick time out here in the Full Court Press. Love to continue to get your thoughts uh, about the Utah State-San Diego State game. Uh, and I'm still going to throw this out there. Are you planning on going down? Will there be any Aggie fans in attendance? Uh, based on the reaction I got on Twitter, yeah, there probably be tweet, about man. It- 15 to 20. Well, okay, that's just that from your confirmed. Twitter account. That's just from my Twitter account. I mean, over just a few hours. So, but that's a, you know, it's a good start. It's a good start. Uh, if, if you're going down, I'd love to hear if you're heading down, and uh, or if you know, if you got family that plans who lives down there who's planning on being in attendance. Just love to know, like, what's what's the crowd reaction going to be like for Utah State? Will they have much representation in the title game? Four three five three three nine zero three two one here in the full court press. It started out as free. But then they said it would only be a few cents a day. What you're hearing is real, and it may be happening to you. I pay for streaming video, then the cloud storage, then streaming audio. Where does it end? It ended up being a lot every month. This is the sound of nickel and diming syndrome. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. I just want to hear my music. Is that so wrong? There is hope. For millions of people, there's radio. Radio? Radio. With zero down and zero per month, radio delivers all the news, music, and entertainment you want, when you want it, for free. No usernames, passwords, or Wi-Fi connections required. Here's my card number. It's 735 Shh. Don't speak. When you listen to local radio, you'll never need that. <laughs> this, this is so wonderful. Yes, it is. The cure for nickel and diamond syndrome. <laughs> oh, I could use a hug. It's radio. No subscription required. As we head into this wonderful time of year, Ascent Aesthetics says thanks, Cash Alley, for your warm welcome. Ascent Aesthetics has loved getting to know you and how to help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, or skincare. Remember, the perfect gift this year is a beautiful you. Let the Ascent team help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. Give the perfect gift this year a treatment from Ascent Aesthetics. Learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. It's back. Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan is having our annual Pick a Pearl event. If you've attended this in the past, you know how much fun we have. And if you haven't come before, you don't want to miss this exciting event. For only $10, pick your oyster, open it that day, or save it for that stocking stuffer surprise. Mark your calendar, Friday and Saturday, December 10th and 11th. Pick a Pearl at Jarek's Fine Jewelry, 930 North Main. Just look for the bright green car. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it jealous. 
Experts tell us that the three areas of balance for proper health are exercise, nutrition, and sleep. This is Ryan, owner of My Mattress. And while My Mattress Store can't really help with exercise and nutrition, we can help with better sleep. If a person started today to live a balanced life in health, exercise, and sleep, uh, three things might happen. One, we might throw away the bag of peanut M&Ms that we have stashed. Two, we might get up off the couch and exercise. And three, we'd come buy a new mattress here at My Mattress. Steven, stop dragging your feet. Don't you give me that look. You've had a bad attitude all day. Now, look, I know you'd rather be with your friends right now, but this has to be done, and either you start cooperating or I'm going to start taking things away from you. And I think you know what that means, don't you, Steven? Yes, I do. All right. Okay. Watch it. Bigger isn't always better. At Castalite, you'll choose from a huge selection of pavers and receive help from experts. You'll see just how easy it is to do it yourself. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at castalite.com. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Yeah, um, that's been a big point of emphasis the last couple of weeks. And uh, we know that in order to win this game, we need to be on our best um, in that category. And that's going to be a huge point of emphasis this week. That's Utah State's Justin Rice talking about trying to slow down that San Diego State running attack. Yeah, 2417, our biggest Achilles here will be giving up the big play because they're going to be ready for the run and pass. It has happened too many times in the biggest games. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Uh, taking or uh, not giving up the big play, right? Uh, Utah State has done well in the games that they win in having far more explosives than their opponents. Um, but in some of the games that they've lost, like Wyoming had a lot of explosives. Utah State really didn't have very many at all. Yeah. Um, I think that's it goes for the, the BYU game, the Boise game. Although there weren't really a lot of explosives in the Boise game. No, um, I just feel like we shot ourselves in the foot like 100 different times in 100 different <laughs> ways. That yes. was a weird game. Yes. But, Eric, I'm so optimistic about this football team because of the adversity they've been through. And uh, I, I know like all the bulletin board material will be there as well, but these guys just want to go out there and play a really strong football game. And they have the mentality and the and just the uh, – it's not even naive or anything, but just the thought that, look, we can go compete with anybody right now. Like, we're that good. I know that the Wyoming game is one of those – just awkward one-off nights, but um, I think that this team really could do something over there in, in, in San Diego this Saturday afternoon. Uh, San Diego State has won 11 of their last 12 games over the Aggies. Nick Henninger has been involved in some of those games and uh, weighed in earlier this week about the last two times they've faced the Aztecs. Um... um. I really like playing San Diego State. Uh, coming from Utah, where we were uh, a lot of smash mouth football, kind of similar to San Diego State. That's why it was interesting uh, for me to watch their game earlier in the year versus Utah. Uh, I mean, it was a it was a bloodbath in a way, and went into overtime. Very similar programs and philosophies, but um, 
uh it's been it's been fun i enjoy playing these guys i've uh had the privilege of knowing some of the guys on the other teams uh like capra from last year i played with his brother was able to play and see both of them his younger brother and both younger brothers um it's been fun you know uh last year i think it was uh 10 7 and a half and then uh they were able to uh, kind of run away with it in the second half but um uh the good thing is is that uh those games don't really matter for this year, right? The win doesn't matter in 2019 and uh, the loss from 2020 doesn't matter. All that matters this year is uh, our preparation for this week and uh, how we perform on Saturday. And like our coach said earlier, uh, one of our philosophies is just getting one degree better each week, each day. And uh, that's all we got to do this week, get one degree better and put our best on the field this Saturday. Hey, I just got a tweet from somebody. They said, interesting point that San Diego State puts up less yardage multiple times per game versus opponents, but still gets the win. That's how good this team is, man. <laughs> they can, they want enough to put up the numbers, and they can still find a way to beat you. That's that's the sign of a good football team. Are you talking about the Aztecs? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Aztecs. Uh, that question, by the way, came from Al Lewis, and he was asking about you know the famous a uh, quarterback you're running the wrong way. When uh, Nick Henninger and who's the other guy chasing him down? And the quarterback was like, the heck with this, dude. Screw it. I'm going the other way. Ran back to like his own three or something like that and then got tackled. Or was oh. it a safety? Uh, I, I, I don't think it was a safety. So it was like to his own one. Like He was at he was his trying 30. to run it out of the end zone, through the end zone or something. Yeah, like was he, was at, he was at his 30, Eric. They were at their own 30. And he was like, saw Nick coming and he just booked it the wrong way. He's like, I ain't doing this. And just kept going and going. And finally, they chased him down and wrapped him up. Um, that was one of the really great memories of Utah State-San Diego State. Uh, but, look, this team, the San Diego State team doesn't run scared. Though. I think they're confident in what they do. And so, uh, this uh, this could be a good one, honestly. Uh, Eric, 6211, text in, what do I need to do to win the tickets to the St. Mary's game? We'll let you know. Stay tuned. I ain't giving out the deets yet. 2417. 2417. <laughs> Which is code for we have no oh, idea no, what up. we're Whatever. doing. Why don't you say that? What's your problem? <laughs> 2417. If Anderson wants to show what to expect, show the game the last time we were in the Mount West Championship. San Diego State was a powerhouse against us that game. Was it uh, in Fresno State? It was Fresno State, as a point of correction. Uh, San Diego State has been in the title game twice, and they've won it twice. Uh, they were in it in. Um, 2015 and in 2016 they beat Air Force and Wyoming 27-24 both times was really score. yeah about that's that? crazy wow and Utah State was in the Mountain West title game in their first year in the conference in that 13, was in 2013 right? and they lost to Fresno State 24 to 17 wasn't that game pretty close throughout the, like I mean that wasn't ever out of hand was it uh, I remember that game being competitive. Okay. Uh, always feeling like Fresno was always just a step ahead, but Utah State was, wasn't was really out of it. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, they, they kind of shut themselves in the foot offensively too a couple of times. Yeah. Carr um, was a great quarterback. That's right. Derek Carr was the quarterback, yeah. huh? Yeah. That's right. Oh, my gosh. That's that's crazy. That was eight years ago. Still blows my mind. Um, By the way, Utah State, the only Mountain Division team besides Boise – to go to the Mountain West title game more than once. Boise's been there five times. Now Utah State making their the second other two. trip. Does that tell you how bad our division is? 
I don't know if it says that how bad it is or just how competitive it is. Because San Diego State, well, I mean, but here's the thing: like on the other side, San Diego State, Fresno State, uh, San Jose, San State. Jose State. Is there anybody else in that in that category that's that's different that's been in that? New, I don't think New Mexico has right. New Mexico has not. Um, has it just been those three teams? Well, let's see. San Diego State. This will be their third appearance. Boise State has gone there five times. Okay. Fresno State has gone four times. Oh. What's the record in those things, man? They've been there four times. Yeah. I remember when they beat uh, Boise State in Boise in like an ice bowl game. It was the it was the year that we were supposed to play them, and we lost to Boise State. So Boise got Fresno, and Fresno beat them in overtime. Mm. That was a great ball game. Wow, that's crazy. Just 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 a few teams that have been a part of that game. Uh, hey, speaking of uh, Fresno, I don't know if you've heard this. I think no. pretty widely known that uh, Coach DeBoer. Oh yeah. De- De- the Boer, the Boer. Same thing. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He don't care right now anyway. He's going from Fresno State to be the next head coach at Washington. Uh, they're hoping to kind of replicate some Mountain West success that Coach Peterson brought when he left Boise State to go there. And uh, the second that he announced he's going to be there, guess who entered the transfer portal? The uh, Hainer kid? Hainer, the quarterback at Fresno State. And so it's likely he's going to be heading to Washington. By the way, I heard uh, Calvin Turner, the Hawaii receiver, is actually in the transfer portal, too. He's just entering himself in. Really? Yeah. <laughs> He's a good receiver. How? I mean, we're going to get into the Brian Kelly stuff here in a little bit. But I got to ask, man. You think there's tampering? Like, DeBoer's saying, hey, look, I'm I'm going to Washington, and I want you to be my starting quarterback in the Pac-12. Why don't you, why, why don't you hop in the transfer portal? I'll but, go first. You go second. Like <laughs> you know that happens all the time. It's happening with Oklahoma recruits. The second that Lincoln Riley said he was leaving, they're like, "Oh, I'm de- I'm decommitting." Well, I guess that's recruiting is one thing. Yeah, transfers is a is a little bit different. Uh, there have been recruits that are decommitting to Oklahoma, opening it up, and they may likely end up at uh, USC instead. But as far as yeah, leaving one place and going somewhere else and taking some talent with you. I mean, you could argue that happened with Blake Anderson, Justin Rice, Brandon Bowling. Logan Bonner had already entered the portal before Blake Anderson made his announcement. So I think you can make a clear argument that he wasn't influenced by that. But the other guys, maybe. But look, (laughs) I want to get to the Brian Kelly thing here. Maybe now is the perfect time to do this with this way we're heading here because when you're going to go somewhere you're going to leave one program and go to another they give you this amazing offer and you decide to take it i think there's two things really to look at here just how swiftly these offers came and were accepted for both uh, lincoln riley and for brian kelly and then how do you inform your team is there is there a perfect way to handle that with your team do you with, this, re- with the way that social media works and everybody's hungry to find an answer? Well, and, and and that's the killer, right? Like you just said the key phrase or key two words, social media. Brett McMurphy is already tweeting about who has that job and who's leaving before the coach even has a chance 
a chance to be able to get out there and be like, hey, by the way, players, you know, to sit with him, talk with him, and, and, and let them know what's going on. He doesn't even have the opportunity. Like, and that's that sucks. There's no perfect way anymore. Unless Brian Kelly gets on Twitter and tweets it out himself for everybody to find out all at once from himself. Because if not, Adam Rittenberg, Brett McMurphy, John Rothstein, heck, probably Adrian Wojnarowski would get in on it and be like, hey, by the way, Brian Kelly's headed to LSU. You know, just it, that's the way it is. And it's and it sucks. There is no right way to I mean, there is no right way. There's no perfect way. And there just isn't anymore. And I still remember, I go back to when Gary left uh, Utah State for Wisconsin. Um, if I had heard the story right, and I think I heard it from you guys when I was listening to the Full Court Press, uh, that he had actually called all 113 guys and said, hey, look, it wasn't supposed to get out. It did. I'm calling you to tell you personally that, it, you know, that I'm leaving Wisconsin, but thank him. And he did that for all 113 players. That's that's the best you can do. I uh, like that. Is it? It's, it is, Eric. I mean, how else it, do you do it? it? Do you then, want I think it was, but I don't know now. But With Eric, so many players, it's so easy to transfer and leave. That individual conversation could be like, "Hey, I'm going to Wisconsin, and I, I, man, we need a quarterback. I really need a wide receiver there. So." Why don't you follow me? But it's not the recruiting pitch I don't think we're talking about. It's how a coach leaves. Whether he has those conversations, I don't know. But it, what, like, what the problem is, is that he is, like, for example, Gary Anderson's leaving to Wisconsin. Words already got out one way or another. And instead of just being like, you know what, I'm going to bite the bullet and I'm just going to leave. Right now I'm out of here. He calls 113 kids, tells them all he's leaving. I'm sure he thinks each and every single one of them as well. And then and then headed out. I, I agree. At the at the time, it was a very classy move and really one of the best ways that I've heard of a coach informing his team. But what do you leaving. want him to do? But I don't. Maybe that's still the best way to do it. I, I just I don't know that there is a perfect way. Because okay, so it's a lose lose. So the rumor is is that Brian Kelly met with the team for like what a few minutes, turned his back, went out the door, and that was it. Here, here's what Brian Kelly said about that meeting. Oh, okay. We did our best. Uh, I wanted to get in front of them, and I, I was fortunate that I had that opportunity uh, to um, get in front of them and tell them that I was coming to LSU face-to-face -face, uh, because that's everything that we've done in my life, and I'll do the same thing here at LSU. We will look you in the eye, and, and we will tell you what we're doing. Uh, we'll be transparent. Yeah, but the word is it lasted less than two minutes. He turned around and just walked. Turned his back on him and left. Okay, but what do you want me to do? Like, do you want him to, like, what? Do you want him to throw out Notre Dame gear of his old stuff? Like, hey, here's a jacket for Anybody you. Anybody want to clean out my office? Here's a visor for you, and here's my old shoes that we won in the Sugar Bowl. You know, like, on it, there's only and, – and the kids don't want to hug him. The kids are upset. You, you say what you need to say. You tell them. You tell me you appreciate them, and you go. Don't make it any harder, harder – or hotter. Don't make it any harder or longer than it needs to be. Yeah, I don't know that there's like a specific clock here that makes it right. Like if it was only two minutes, that's not enough. But ten minutes is fine. You know, I I don't know that there's a specific time restraint here. I, I, he deserves some credit for sending them all a text the night before 
saying, hey, this got out, team meeting, I want to meet you face-to-face and talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, but less than two minutes. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> getting up for a 7 a.m. meeting and you're all in there, oh, coach is going to tell us he's leaving, and then he's like, I'm barely wiping the, the sleepies out of my eyes, and he's done. <laughs> you, What was that conversation like in two minutes? <laughs> hey, guys, going to uh, LSU. Some of you might get a phone call to see if you want to come. The rest of you are just absolutely screwed. Good you luck. Know, we're ranked sixth in the country in the college football playoff poll. There's a still a shot that we could go play <laughs> for the, the college football playoff. football playoff. But um, I'm going to go somewhere else. I've realized I've hit the ceiling here. There's no, for, no, we can't take it any higher. So, see ya. Um, yeah. Hey, who did it worse, Lincoln Riley or Brian Kelly? Because, dude, Lincoln Riley was a shock to everybody. Like nobody saw that coming. It was, it was a shock. Absolutely. Uh, some of the, the criticism of Lincoln Riley is that he goes to USC and, and starts talking about, we're going to make this a, a mecca of football. Mm-hmm. And then his players are going on to social media saying, he told us that just last week about making Oklahoma a mecca of football. Oh, jeez. So really? That's, that's not a good look either. Oh, no. 896 said, a coach tells the team and the fans there is no other place they want to be, and the next day tells them, I'm out of here. We know the drill in Logan. Yes, we do. All too well. Uh, Jack Swarbrick, uh, the athletic director at uh, Notre Dame, uh, yesterday uh, said he was not surprised to hear that uh, he would be looking at uh, other opportunities, but he wasn't even given a chance to make a counteroffer. No, Brian did not um, come to me, um, which frankly I appreciated, with some opportunity to match. Uh, the offer. But he, when we talked, he indicated that he was resigning um, to take another position. Um, he thanked me for the opportunity the university had provided to him, thanked me for our friendship, which I very much appreciated, um, and I wished him all the best. And we talked a little bit about um, how today would how today would work. Hey, I just got a text from a diehard Oklahoma Sooner fan saying Riley is a snake. That is the anger from Sooner fans. Like, if there would have been some kind of a murmuring, a warning of like, hey, this guy could go, then it probably feels, I don't know, maybe it helps put, you know, keep the Band-Aid on. But to just out of the blue, Riley's headed to SC. Yeah, I think that really... Is unreal. Just a, a big pail of cold water just thrown in everybody's oh, face. Oh, it's hard, man. Just took everybody off guard. Really quickly, 2603 Lincoln Riley surprised me more than Brian Kelly. What are the odds on Luke Fickle leaving Cincy for Notre Dame? I'd say they're pretty good. I think they're pretty high. Yep, they're pretty good. He stays in the Midwest. It, yep, absolutely. He, he put together a pretty good resume in front of Notre Dame earlier this year. Sure did. Uh, quick timeout here in the Full Court Press. Want to continue to get your thoughts. Like, Is there, is there a good way to, to, to do this? If you have an opportunity to make more money, have a better opportunity, but leave a successful program behind, I mean, is there a good way to do this? Or are they doomed no matter what? And Brian Kelly actually addressed whether how this affects his legacy and whether he cares about that. We'll hear about that coming up next on the Full Court Press. 
The Riverwoods Conference Center is accepting reservations for holiday parties and events. Inviting you to experience an elegant holiday atmosphere, the Riverwoods Conference Center's beautiful new renovation is complete with new carpet, paint, furniture, and decor. And as always, with catering from Elements, your holiday event will be amazing with delicious entrees and decadent desserts that always deliver excellence. Whether it's a company or family event, it will be festive, beautiful, and scrumptious at the Riverwoods, catered by Elements. For reservations, phone 750-5151, 750-5151. My name is Sabrina, and I'm a student at New Horizons Beauty College. I've learned all sorts of things, how to have more patience and understanding with others, but I've also learned a lot of different techniques, having to deal with hairstyling, nails, coloring, chemical services, and the most rewarding thing, seeing your improvement and then seeing what you've done to others and how like happy it makes them. My name is Sabrina, and I recommend becoming a student at New Horizons Beauty College. Happy Holidays from Birch Creek Golf Course. For your golfer this Christmas, I invite you to visit birchcreekgolf.com. Birch Creek's online store offers punch passes that are on sale at the spring sale price, as well as driving range passes and discounted golf lessons from our PGA teaching staff. So for your golfer this Christmas, I invite you to visit birchcreekgolf.com and enjoy Birch Creek's virtual online store. And happy holidays from your friends at Birch Creek. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. The holidays bring family, friends and parties and more. How important is it to you to know that your house is sparkling clean this holiday season? Trust ChemDry of Northern Utah's hot carbonating extraction process to ensure your home is the cleanest, healthiest environment for your family gatherings this season. From carpets to hardwood floors to furniture and even granite countertops for baking. This is Daryl with Northern Utah ChemDry. Call us for some amazing holiday deals. ChemDry of Northern Utah. ChemDry of Northern Utah. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. There's more where that came from, I'm sure. If we just put our minds to it. We'll come up with some unique ways to give these tickets away. Yeah, uh, good. For, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say who gave them to me, so I don't want to get them in trouble. But I uh, I got four pairs. You know, is it four pairs? Is that how you say that? Four two pairs? Four. Wait, how do you say four it? Four pairs of tickets. I got four pairs of tickets. From so you have eight tickets total. Eight tickets total. But four pairs. They're not all together. They're no pairs. They're separate. They're two together. Two together. Times four. No, what? <laughs> That's eight. It's not eight two together. Two pairs times four. 
No, one pair times four. Oh, oh, yeah, we're okay. all confused Listen here. to you. 9310. <laughs> coaches lead programs. Coaches get fired. Why is there so much anger when one of these inevitable options happen? People change jobs all the time. I've quit six different jobs over my life. What does the coaching profession get uh, Get a different expectation? Interesting. Hmm. Okay, so the question about Brian, legacy, or Brian Kelly's legacy, if he cares or not. Legacies are not part of what I spend time thinking about. People will will evaluate me based upon my life's work and how I've treated people um, and make their own decisions. Yeah, there's some concern that oh, the way he left might affect his legacy. He's going to go down as the winningest coach as of right now in Notre Dame's history. It's crazy. He's on the Mount Rushmore of Notre Dame coaches. They never won a title. He's been to a title, right? He's been to the conference football playoff. Hasn't he been to the national championship? Who was it that coached Notre Dame when they got just blasted by Alabama? See, I think that was in the first round. I think he's no, that was in the net. No, that, that was, was before the, the final. That was before the playoff existed. That was in the BCS. Yeah, it was. It was Alabama and Notre Dame, and it was the Manti Teo doesn't have a girlfriend, but does. <laughs> that was so weird. And they got beat by like thirty oh, by Notre Alabama. I'm pretty sure Brian Kelly was in that game. Uh, all right, love to continue to get your thoughts about uh, how how. It, what what is the best way for a coach to say goodbye to his team? It, it doesn't even exist. Uh, and then we'll we'll let you know how we're giving away tickets coming up next hour. So stick around on the Full Court Press. Crystal Vision, the gold medal winner of Best of Northern Utah, has a deal for you. They need to clear space for their new eyewear lines coming in, which means you can save 40% off of selected styles and brands of frames in stock that will fit your unique style and budget. Take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Let this be the year your glasses feel like they were made for you. Crystal Vision, on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. We're right in the middle of holiday season. Most of our focus is on family and friends, as it should be. But don't forget your vehicles during the cold winter months. At Valvoline and Oil Change, we'll make it easy on you to get an oil change, have your vehicle's fluids checked, and if needed, check emissions and renew your registration. All while you sit in your warm car. It doesn't get much easier than that. Valvoline and Oil Change, 695 North Main, across from Angie's. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, you know you can always find the best prices on the best parts at your locally owned Napa Auto Parts stores located from Preston to Providence and get a whole bunch of deals going on right now through the end of this month. At the five locally owned Preston Providence Napa Auto Parts stores. Coming up next hour, we'll continue our opposition research. Uh, we'll be focusing a little bit more on the San Diego State defense next hour and also giving away tickets for Utah State as they take on St. Mary's tomorrow night. Huge basketball showdown. In be the awesome. Spectrum. Yep. And uh, you'll have a chance to be a part of that great crowd tomorrow. Nationally televised. Nationally televised. Two really good basketball teams. Both uh, both teams, uh, one loss each, right? So, should be good with the resume check uh, checklist kind of a game. Uh, in Ken Pomeroy, this was as of a, a day ago, but they were pretty close to each other in the rankings. 
Uh, now it's on another page. They were St. Mary's is 33. Utah State is 58. Oof. So this would be a good resume game. builder yeah. for USU. Absolutely. Uh, helps both schools, but certainly be uh, a big one for the Aggies. All right, uh, we'll take a step aside. Max, um, Max, Dan Patrick, uh, above the noise is coming up. Who's next. Max? I saw this thing about Max Scherzer, so that's what distracted me. <laughs> Max Patrick. Yes, that's coming up next here on the Full Court Press with Above the Noise. Next hour, more about Utah State, San Diego State, and some ways to win some tickets. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Golden State Warriors and Phoenix Suns have a lot more in common than you might think. Led by Hall of Fame guards, they play great as a team, both surprisingly good on defense. The Warriors have won titles. The Suns made it to the finals last season. Last night, Golden State and Phoenix played their first of two games this week. Suns came out on top. That's their 17th consecutive win. Unlike most teams this season, they were able to slow down Steph Curry and the Warriors' offense. Coming into the season, the Lakers hogged the spotlight in the West because they have LeBron and they traded for Russell Westbrook. The storyline for Golden State was wait until Klay Thompson returns. And a lot of people didn't buy into Phoenix despite its playoff success last season. But the Warriors and Suns have made it. While you have to be careful not to overrate a game in November, it's hard not to imagine the possibility that these two teams could be playing more meaningful games a little bit later on this summer. I'm Dan Patrick and this is Above the Noise. Ever wanted to make your family and your home feel safer? No better time than now. This week, our friends at Simply Safe are giving you, Dan Patrick Show listeners, early access to all their Black Friday deals. So 50% off their award-winning home security. We love Simply Safe. Has everything you need. Keeps your home safe, indoor, outdoor cameras, comprehensive sensors, all monitored around the clock by trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. Name best home security system of 2021 by U.S. News and World Report. They've been great partners of ours for over a decade. Biggest discounts on the year. Get a complete home security system starting at just over $100. No long-term contracts, no commitments, no hidden fees, no pushy salespeople. You need to get peace of mind. Take advantage of this offer. Simply saves early Black Friday deals. Get 50% off your new home security system by visiting simplysafedan.com. Again, simplysafedan.com for 50% off your entire system. Always the best prices on the best parts at your locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. A five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic 530 motor oil, $19.99. Heavy-duty Napa 1540 engine oil, $12.49 a gallon. A 100-piece screwdriver set, $19.99. Stock up on Blue Heat Ice Melt, 50-pound bag, only $8. A Maxi Track Remote Control Crawler, $49.99. These deals and a whole lot more at any of the five locally owned Preston to Providence Napa Auto Parts. Jim Bridger here. Of course I've got skis and boots. The best leather boots and Aspen skis a pelt can buy. Don't ski on old equipment. Al Sporting Goods has new ski and board equipment that you can rent for the entire season. Pick them up now and bring them back in May. Youth ski or snowboard rental only $89. Adult ski or snowboard rentals only $109. And right now with every season ski rental receive a free pass to Cherry Peak Resort. Don't wait. $89 and $109 ski season rental prices end soon. New ski equipment at Al's. Yeah, I heard you. I'm old, not stupid. I'm on my way. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are. 
here's what you need to know. There will not be any further talks between baseball owners and the Major League Baseball Players Union tonight, meaning that a lockout should begin at midnight Eastern. It is the ninth ever work stoppage in Major League Baseball history, but the first since the 1994-95 MLB players strike. We start the night in the NBA this hour. Five games tipping off, including at 7.30 Eastern, Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers traveling to Boston to face Jason Tatum and the Celtics. Damian Lillard's out at least 10 days with an abdominal injury. That means he'll miss at least four games. Miami Heat big man Bam at a bio surgery and a torn UCL in his right thumb. He's expected to miss four to six weeks. In the meantime, tonight, the Heat are hosting Cleveland. And in the NFL, Taysom Hill will start at quarterback for New Orleans Thursday against Dallas. The Cowboys will have Amari Cooper back from COVID. I'm Ralph Irvin. A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're going to stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker 8, 10, go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Uh-oh. Stockton. Open three. The High Schools. Hustle's going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric Franson, A.J. Salveson here on the Full Court Press. How you doing? How you doing over there? You just look like you've been in kind of a fog. <laughs> it's like this trance. Yeah. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You ready for the uh, title game coming up on Saturday? I'm stoked. I just hope it goes the way I think it's going to go. Uh, how do you I, think it's going to well, go? Well, I'm just, well, I'm, no, I'm not going to give predictions or anything like that because we're not here for that yet. But, Eric, I'm optimistic. Like, I mean, you got lines saying that, you know, San Diego State's going to win by six. You hear people, even from Aggie Nation, well, the Aggies are going to get ran over because they can't do this and they can't do that, and San Diego State's got this and that. Um, God, I'm optimistic about this Aggie team that they can compete with San Diego State. Well, if if there's there's many things that have been proven this year from Utah State, but certainly one of them is to never count them out. Um. They, a lot of times, they have been the underdogs. And they have found ways to win. Now, there's a certain type of team that consistently makes it hard for them. Teams that play and are built in a certain way that have consistently been a challenge for USU. San Diego State fits that mold. That's what makes me the most nervous. But certainly, you're right. Utah State is... They keep finding ways to win. It's a gutsy team that never says die. Well-conditioned. Um, 
And uh, they, they continue to play strong in the fourth quarter. Never out of it. Well, there's been a few games where they've been out of it. But by and large, though, for the season, they're, they haven't been out of their games. Yeah. Even in the Boise State loss, felt like you know, they had opportunities. The BYU loss, um, they, they had it within a, a score in the fourth quarter. Wyoming's probably the only game where they just really never were in it. Were in it. Or had a chance to come back into yeah. it. <clears throat> After that, the first quarter was even, but that third quarter, it really got away from them. 8968, eight, Eric texting. What are the what is the bull projections for the Yankees win or lose? The last I heard was the Tater Bowl again. That might be the easiest one to get out uh get to, but I would like to see something better. Uh I I would say the that the Boise State Tater Bowl is not in the cards for the Yankees, and that's a good thing. Uh Mountain West has six bowl tie ins. Utah State could go to any one of those. And there are seven bowl-eligible teams. Notice the Mountain West in their release did not mention Hawaii as a bowl-eligible team. They're six and seven. The Mountain West Conference is not identifying them as a bowl-eligible team. But there's seven teams who are. Somebody is going to go to a a bowl game that the Mountain West is not affiliated with. And that could be Utah State. Actually, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Because here's the thing. They're not going to send them to New Mexico for the third time in like four weeks. Oh. They no, they they won't. They the New Mexico won't get those guys, and they won't send them there. Boise State, Utah State's a better team than the Boise State Bowl. No offense, well, actually, no, excuse me, offense to the Boise State Bowl. Uh, Utah State's better than that bowl deserves. So, uh, no Boise State, no New Mexico. I uh, I would imagine, and this is just a guess. I think Nevada will end up going to the Hawaii Bowl on Christmas Eve. So then that leaves you the Arizona Bowl, LA Bowl. Is that it? What else am I missing? Uh, and then some bowl in the... Random... P- yeah. Yeah, in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metro. Yeah. Which could be the Frisco Bowl. Uh, I went through this yesterday. There, there are a lot of different thoughts. I mean, a lot oh, of yeah. different publications. They're going from anywhere to the Arizona Bowl, Hawaii Bowl, New Mexico Bowl, Independence Bowl, First Responder Bowl. But, Ajay, nobody that I saw... When I ran through how many different publications, a dozen, none of them said Utah State to the L.A. Bowl. Nobody's given the Aggies a chance to, that they think that Utah State's going to be the team representing the Mountain West in the L.A. Bowl. Yep. Yep, I would agree. Uh, and, and the other thing about it is, it's like, again, we don't know. You're right. There's a There might be a P5 Bowl that's available for the Aggies to snag if they – you know, if they don't go to the LA Bowl, and that might be attractive enough for them to be a part of. So, uh, Independence just, Bowl would be good. Oh, I'd love it. Two point two million dollar payout. Yep, it'd be great. Shreveport, uh, Louisiana. Uh, two six zero three with a prediction. Twenty four twenty one. Utah State over San Diego State. I like it. I, I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. Really. I feel like for both these teams, 24-21 is kind of low. San Diego State, uh, here's the their point totals on the year. 28 against New Mexico State, 38 at Arizona, 33 against Utah in overtime, 48 versus, what was that, Townsend? Uh, 31 versus New Mexico, 19 versus San Jose, 
20 at uh, at Air Force, 20 in their loss to Fresno, 17 in their victory at Hawaii, 23 against Nevada, 28 against UNLV, 27 against Boise State. So, yeah, they've had some games where they've put up some points, but usually they're in that mid to upper 20s. That's kind of their average. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, I, I would like to see... Uh, yeah, their average points per game is 27.7. Yeah. USU is 32.2. Uh, Gil Morgan's text line is open, 435-339-0321, 435-339-0321. Throughout the show, Eric, we've got four pairs of tickets. That's correct. Four times two is eight. Yes. But eight divided by four is two, so which means you get two tickets. We're giving away two tickets at a time. Yes. Four pairs of two tickets. Let's not overcomplicate this. Well, you started that, so don't get all (laughs) saucy with me. Uh, How are we going to give away our first pair? Okay, so let's do this. These tickets are for tomorrow night's game against St. Mary's. Blackout night, which is not good. Uh, We are screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, (laughs) basketball has a chance to turn the tide, right? (laughs) Well, I hope so. So here's how this is going to go. We are going to ask a question. Okay, do they need to call in or text in, Eric? Uh, let's have them text in with the first correct answer. 435-339-0321. When do you want to do the first giveaway? Right now. Okay, fine. We are going to ask you a St. Mary's Utah State question of some sort. Your job is to text into the show. First one to answer wins, period. Got it? Okay, simple as that. Easy peasy. No Wikipedia, no tricks, no jokes. All right. Uh, Eric, let's go... I think we should kind of make it easy on the first one, and then we'll you know get into the hard stuff as we get later on in the show. The first question to win a pair of Utah State tickets to tomorrow night's game. Who had the famous dunk in St. Mary's? The posterizing dunk. At St. Mary's. At St. Mary's. 4446, four, you win. Wow, that was fast. That was fast. I don't know how you yesterday. <laughs> yeah, was, did we actually talk about the question no, while the mics were that on? That was fast. Woo! Okay. 4446 four, four, just won himself a pair of two tickets. That was an incredible Oh, dunk. my. Do you remember Randy Jardine. Do you remember oh Al's call? Gosh. As good as the TV call was, do you remember Al's call? I've never heard that guy squeal. And his voice was high pitch. And the best part about it is that whole entire place was dead silent because you or St. Mary's had went on a run, cut into that deficit. And then it was just, I think it was Brian Green on a nice little underhand dish to Jordine, who I swear jumped from the free throw line. It looked like he did. Went through a guy. Yeah, I mean, bodies up someone, puts him in a grave, and then buries him <laughs> with a dunk. Brady Jordine with the dunk, 4446. We have a pair of tickets for tomorrow night's game. What we will do is we will uh, call. Actually, no. We'll have you come in tomorrow, pick up these tickets, just give them the last four digits of your phone number, and you'll be set well, to go. I'll give you a full, your full. Oh, full number. Number. Because we've just been talking about the last four. Okay, fine, but fine, you have to fine. Give the full phone number. Okay. As the way to identify who you are to get those tickets. You so have won some tickets. Oh, crap. 810 West, 200 North. A pen just went out. <laughs> 6211. How could they answer that in one second? I don't know. Well, they weren't cheating because unless you left the mics on, we asked the question on air and we didn't even know it. 
No, they must have been like had the number already dialed and like waiting to text the number in. That like, is that impressive. Was, that, that is good impressive. work. Don't worry, we have three other pairs to go. Uh, and we'll give them out at each segment. So just stay tuned. 4446 says, I had a feeling you would ask. Dude, uh-huh. that is. Will you take Pretty me to Vegas then? Clairvoyance. Right that there. is awesome. 1078. Jardine, best Aggie dunk ever. Oh, hands down, bar none. Better than Namish Keta's dunk over Wetzel in the championship game. Oh, yes. That 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 dunk by Brady. <sighs> Shut that place up. Aggie Hall of Fame. Pretty much sealed that game away. Yes. Yeah, that's good stuff. Oh man, eight nine six eight. I think the U would love to play San Diego and BYU again. Oh, no questions. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Utah would love to have either of those teams back in a heartbeat. But you know what? Change and how they're playing right now. But you know what? They're going to get something better. The Rose Bowl. Yeah, that's true. Against probably Ohio State. Well, they got to get past an Oregon team who was upset about what happened last time. These two teams faced each other. Oregon was in the in the hunt for the college football playoff, and Utah totally ripped that uh, rip, uh, from ever coming close to happening. They totally what? I was going to say ripped that out of their chest, but it's <laughs> real gory. Um, but uh, but Utah is, is favored in this game again by two and a half points. Yeah. Uh, so Oregon's looking for some revenge. Utah, can they replicate what they did last time they faced them? Not that long ago. God, that's It's tough to beat a team twice in just that short amount of time, Eric. It's not a lot of time to uh, – <laughs> and like you said, it's, it's still fresh on Oregon's mind. And that's what's probably the scariest thing about it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, I think Utah will take anybody, but they would love that Rose Bowl appearance. If not, they're going to be – Subjected to the Alamo Bowl, and I don't think that's their favorite place to be right now. They'd rather be in uh, California, playing in the Granddaddy. So, Utah opened as five point favorite, or excuse me, three point favorites. It's down to two and a half, so it hasn't really moved much. But hmm. yeah, yeah, Pretty good call. Crazy. Uh, yeah, so we'll give away the three other pairs in the next two to three segments. We'll get we'll get them out, and uh, yeah, more to come. Uh, I'm excited to preview that game tomorrow, Eric. Uh, Aggie St. Mary's. And then they got BYU next week. I mean, that's a that's a tough two game stretch. Luckily, there's a little bit of a break in between, because then you got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday to kind of collect yourselves, reset, and go at it again against inside the Marriott Center. Yeah, two really good teams for Utah State to play back to back. The Ken Palm rating for BYU. This was uh, uh, this was yesterday, so I know things have changed a little bit since then. But uh, BYU twenty two. In the Kenton Pomeroy rankings wow. as of yesterday, St. Mary's thirty-three. Really, the, and, and, the best teams they've they've had on the schedule coming up. And what's Utah State? Fifty-eight. Okay, well, for reference, yeah. Oklahoma was forty-four, <clears throat> and Richmond seventy-four. <laughs> Iowa is still coming up, and they actually are twenty-one. In the latest, oh, that's Kenton right. Palm. They got they, in, in South Dakota, huh? Yeah. Al could have a busy, um, a busy day if the Aggies play on the 18th, both in the bowl game and the Iowa South Dakota or Iowa Utah State game. You guys are going to be swamped. Which will be fun. Yeah, it is fun. Hey, did I, am I allowed to? No, never mind. I'll wait. I don't want to say anything without asking you first. 
I'll ask you out uh, at the break. Cause I I heard a commercial, but I don't know if it's been if it's aired yet. You heard a commercial, but okay. you don't know if it's okay. aired yet. No, wait. Okay, so I heard a so commercial. You didn't hear a commercial no, Eric, over the air. Shut it. Okay, shut it. Uh, what? Uh, are we uh carrying the championship game for conference football? Maybe. Okay, so that was okay. Great. I spoiled the beans. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Are you confused by TV commercials telling you all that you're missing from your Medicare coverage? These national ads are offered by people you will never hear from again and are only interested in selling you something. Let us answer your questions and show you in detail your Medicare options. We're your local agent, here to help throughout the year. Please call 752-9493. Why not take advantage of every benefit available? Come see us or call 752-9493. I'm here with Jay Broadbent from Alpine Home Medical. Jay, I hear your ads for CPAP resupply all the time. What do I need to do to just get that taken care of? It's easy. We can set up your CPAP resupply within a few minutes. We'll work out all the insurance for you, and then we'll start mailing the supplies straight to your door. You can even chat with a CPAP specialist online. Just visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. We'll have you sleeping better in no time. Alpine Home Medical, we bring Tis the season, and if you're getting engaged, bring that special someone to S.E. Needham Jewelers. You'll love our extensive selection of beautiful engagement rings. Also, you'll select a diamond from Utah's largest selection of loose diamonds. You'll find a unique ring at an affordable price with diamonds direct from Antwerp, Belgium at internet pricing. It just doesn't get better. And you may also take advantage of our 12-month interest-free financing. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. I'm Mark from The Sportsman in downtown Logan. I have my sixth grader Greta with me. Hey, Dad. We have a great time riding one wheels together and want to invite you to The Sportsman to check out our great selection of one wheels and one wheel accessories. We have everything you could want with great service and advice. Right, Greta? Yeah, Dad. I'm stoked. Let's go ride. Come and see us at The Sportsman in downtown Logan for all of your one wheel needs with tons of free parking in the back. During Happy Honda Days, discover the joys of the season with thrilling adventures in a Ridgeline Civic or CRV. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2022 Ridgeline, CRV, or all-new Civic. Find your perfect Honda this season. Visit your local Honda dealer today or shop online. This is my kind of holiday. Visit your Utah Honda dealers for great deals during Happy Honda Days or utahondadealers.com. See dealer for financing details. Exclude Civic SI. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. We're proudly bringing you the 2021 Big Ten Championship game. Featuring the West Division champs, the Iowa Hawkeyes, and the East champs, the Michigan Wolverines. Hi, it's Greg Daniels. Join Tiki Barber and me for all the action as one of these Big Ten powerhouses will claim their conference crown. It's Iowa and Michigan if it's NCAA. AA football, it's right here. Saturday afternoon, beginning at 545 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. 
It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Andre Salveson, Opposition Research, Utah State, getting ready for San Diego State. Game is Saturday at 1 o'clock. Uh, but the big basketball game coming up tomorrow as well. We'll, we'll dive into St. Mary's tomorrow. Oh. But, um, Ajay, we've got some more tickets we want to give away to that basketball game tomorrow night. Yeah, we do. Okay. It, I don't know how to – well – all right, we'll try this. To win some tickets, text in a 435-339-0321. Here is our next question. Two players from St. Mary's have won an NBA championship. Who are those two players? Two players from St. Mary's have won an NBA championship. Won an NBA championship. Who are those two players? I know the I second one, one. The second one, I totally forgot about. Absolutely forgot about. I don't know how I forgot about him too. Hmm. Kind of ashamed of myself. <laughs> two players have won an NBA championship that played for St. Mary's. Who are those two players? Four three five three three nine zero three two one. One five three four just won a pair of tickets. Ah, Matthew Deladova and Patty Mills. Oh, Patty Mills. Yep, I dude. I'm yes. telling you, I totally spaced out too with the Spurs. All right, uh, 1534, you just won yourself a pair of tickets. You can come pick them up tomorrow. Just give them your full phone number, and they'll take care of you from there. Come to 810 West 2nd North to our building, and they'll uh, they'll get you set up. Uh, 3935, I would take a healthy BYU any day over Utah. I'm sure Utah would take Cam Rising at the head of the wagon and think they're pretty confident. Um, yeah. So that could be interesting. If they, yeah, if you could have games back, certainly the 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 one that I think Utah State would want back more, the the Boise game or the Wyoming game. If you get or okay, Boise. so they have three oh, losses, no. so I guess you Boise. have to include BYU. No, give me but Boise. That's want, a far third compared to those. I other want two. Boise so badly. Wyoming doesn't bother me as much as Boise State does, because look, Wyoming just flat out beats you. They just went out there, out physical you, out toughed you. Utah State beat Utah State against Boise State. Utah State beat themselves, and they darn well know it too. They just had a bad. I mean, just didn't. I mean, bad decision making, bad execution. It was bad all around, and they were still in that game. They just couldn't put it together. I, I agree. I, I think that the that's that's a game that. You knew they could have won. They were competitive. They had opportunities. If they just clean up a few things, it goes very differently. Wyoming? I don't know. I don't know if that game was just, as I've said before, something happened that week for the Cowboys in their preparation. And in that game, just the planets aligned and they played football that we haven't seen all year. Or... Utah State didn't game plan well enough for them. And they just were out of position. I, 
I'm inclined to be more the first one than the second one. <laughs> but it's frustrating that Wyoming struggled. They got beat by some bad teams. All of a sudden, they come out of nowhere and play lights Have out against the Aggies. Game and then turn and then the final, by Hawaii. Yeah, then the following week, they lay an egg again. <laughs> That's really yeah. frustrating. Yeah, it is. But, dude, I don't know, man. That Boise State game just shot themselves in the foot over and over and over again. Offensively, defensively, special teams. Just couldn't get anything to go their way. Oh, I'd love to have that Boise State game back. But they're in the championship game, and that's all right, too. Uh, they're going up against another big physical defense, aggressive defense. Uh, Blake Anderson says, look, this this is a uh, a defense that has some um, has a good secondary. Now, Utah State likes to throw the ball around, but they do have some opportunistic guys in the secondary with the multiple uh, uh, multiple interceptions on the season. Uh, Blake Anderson previewing that the the San Diego State defensive backs. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I think the only position that we will have a size advantage would be would be McGriff on the field. Everywhere else, we're going to be giving up length out there as well. But I do think there's a quickness and speed factor that that if we can protect well, you know, maybe our quickness and speed and space might be one of our few advantages if we have any in this particular game. They have length. They have size uh, in the back end. So, you know, we're going to have to do a great job of maneuvering and running crisp routes and using quickness and space and speed to try to gain an advantage. And, and honestly, on paper, there may not be an advantage of any kind in this particular game for us, but that's not an environment we're that uncomfortable in. We've been in that pretty much all year, and, and guys have thrived in it. So hopefully we'll do the same again this week. But um, I think it's a, it's a conversation of quickness and speed and space uh, uh, against size and size, length, and power, uh, very similar to really the other the other mismatches throughout the course of the game, and how we manage those and maybe overcome those with tempo and spacing and and quickness. You know that that's going to dictate a lot about how this game goes. Hey, so the the biggest thing here, Eric, is is they are talented defensive backs, but also they're very very physical. They'll, they'll beat you up at the line of scrimmage. You're going to need your wide receivers to create separation. Mm, yes. Get rid of the extension of the arms. Get a route. Run it sharply. Run it quick. Because you know that that defense is going to be coming after Bonner as well. They have the talent to do it, to multitask, to cover your receivers and send a good blitz that's going to be productive to come after your quarterback. Quick, sharp routes. Get rid of the ball quickly. Let's go. Rocky Long was at San Diego State for a long time. He was He's the new uh, defensive coordinator at New Mexico that the Aggies just faced. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Aggies kind of struggled running the ball against New Mexico, but they had success in the passing game. Um, are there differences? Are there similarities between New Mexico and San Diego State because of the connections there and what San Diego State has built over time and what Utah State just, just faced this, this last week? Well, it can help our offense a little bit in terms of the movement aspect of what they do. Uh, it, it does look similar. They're not quite the same. I mean, I'm not sure that, you know, just because you deploy the defense the same way, the movement and the things that they lend themselves to compared to what Rocky does is, is not quite the same. There's just so much more length and size with this particular group. Uh, that presents a challenge that, that New Mexico is just not able to present quite yet. Uh, I'm sure that's something they work on in recruiting, but San Diego State is just built so much 
more physical, so much longer, can take up so much more space. And then the movement that is that is similar to New Mexico's front uh, is really the only thing that, that you see that carries over. So um, I'm not sure that the challenge – I'm not sure that last week's challenge really benefits us all that much because the phys- physical nature of the movement, the quickness and the speed that you're going to see is, is on a different level. Yeah, and I think that makes a big difference. When you've got – We've got uh, the talent difference between San Diego State and New Mexico is yeah. pretty large. And that's the thing is, like, you can't really compare the two because of just that. And that's really the best reason as well. Uh, 7994, Eric text in. I don't think it matters who we face in the football. What matters is how we prepare and how we execute. We have enough talent to compete with most teams. I would totally agree. It's all about execution. It's all about just executing the play like I mean look if you're going to run on third and one a quarterback sneak which they never would but it's all about just making sure you get your blocks get ahead get a good push get through um just execute and I, I think if they do that they're going to have themselves a chance to win this ball game against San Diego State Blake Anderson um after the Boise game after the BYU game after the Wyoming game made comments about um scheming that type of a team a little bit differently. So they've had three different times to try to do that. Well, it probably had more than just three, but it's cost them games in, for three times. How much have they learned from that and getting ready for a, a, another team that's going to be aggressive in how they do that? And really the, the main Kai leading that front is Cameron Thomas. He's the defensive player of the year with defensive lineman who is up there in the country with tackles for loss. Um, it, it's a, that is a very stout defense Utah oh, State yeah. will be facing. Absolutely. You know, to me, what you see, and this is pretty much across the board for them, you see length combined with speed. They, uh, they are built very well, and then they, they take a similar approach defensively that we just saw with Rocky Long. They allow for a lot of movement, and, and you just see that free style of play with length and speed. I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. Uh, they're really good at it, and he fits their system perfectly. Uh, and here's uh, actually Coach Hoke talking about the consistency of his defense and what they've been able to do all year long, regardless of who they're playing. Yeah, I think for the most part, uh, Javen, I, th- I think they've been very consistent. I, I think they've played well together. I th- think uh, um, there's been a few times where, you know, we've given up too many big plays. Uh, I think if anything, there's, uh, you know, uh, the, the Fresno game obviously is a game that we lost. Uh, we gave up too many big plays and we didn't get off the field. But overall, I think they've counted on each other. I think our defensive front, our front seven, uh, front six, if you want to say it that way, uh, I think they played well together. There's some experience there uh, of a group that's played together for two years. I'm trying to think what his voice sounds like. (laughs) But in the Fresno game, they were able to get big plays. Yeah. Uh, that's that's got to be the, we talked about it earlier. A big part of this game is explosives. Like who's who's going to be able to get more big plays in this game? Yeah, and 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 you got to limit what they can do on the ground with big plays. Eric, I felt like what really took the game or just took the a knife to the sail against Wyoming. 
I mean, I mean, you, you can mention the over the snap on the field goal, which then, you know, in the third quarter on the first possession, that really killed momentum. But giving up that 99-yard run just, I mean, took all the air out and all the energy out of that stadium, too. Yeah, because it was a great punt. Oh, it was a wonderful pinned them back. punt. Yeah. They had two back-to-back tackles for loss. They're pinning them behind at their own goal line. And it's like, okay, hey, tide's churning here. Utah State's got them. On the ropes, yeah. defensively, they're coming through, and then all of a sudden, poof, hmm. poof. Gone. 8968, by the way, text in, Eric. I would rather be Boise any day. Heck, I would like almost anyone to be Boise State. <laughs> I, I, I'm with them. It's always a good day when Boise State loses. 9948, honest question. If the Aggies were in the SEC, would they compare to a Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt's pretty bad. I mean, that's really bad football over there right now in Tennessee with Vanderbilt. If the Aggies... I gotta read that again. If the Aggies were in the SEC, would they be compared to Vanderbilt in regards of their performance uh, or winning record or record? I should say. Oh, I think we're better than Vanderbilt. I think we're better than Vanderbilt by a long ways. By the way, too, that's a baseball and va- basketball school. Yeah. Uh, did you see here nine nine four eight? They both played Colorado State. Vanderbilt beat Colorado State by three. Aggies beat Colorado State by two in Logan. Oh. Yeah, but Vanderbilt lost like some FCS team too. Common opponents. Five eight seven nine. I think if we play like we played against San Jose State with all three phases, playing our best ball, we'll have a chance. If San Jose State could keep it close with San Diego State, and the fact that we clobbered San Jose State University, we'll <laughs> I can't read. We will beat the Aztecs. Don't Eric. <laughs> What's that sound? <laughs> we'll shut up. Stop it. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Wheel? <laughs> don't. I, I don't think I can do it justice, just how. I want to give somebody a hug. <laughs> but no, this is this is a great point by 9948, though. Uh, look, San Jose State, they're, they're not San Diego State. No. They have some good players. They had a good year last year, and a lot of those guys were back. Uh, but... Um, but you're right. Utah State needs to be able to really play well in all three phases, and they did that on the mm-hmm. road at San Jose. Mm-hmm. Um, they got after the quarterback. But Utah State, I'm just looking this up. Utah State is fourth in the country in tackles for loss per game. The Aggies have done a really good job of applying pressure and getting after their oppose their their opponents and getting guys behind the line. San Diego State, they're tied for 36th. They average 6.4 tackles for loss per game. They're not that far behind the Aggies. But USU has to be able to slow them down, get them off the field. Yeah, I, I would agree. I know we got to go to break here. 7 3 2 5, we'll win. Okay. <laughs> we okay. Win. No, stop it. Eric, don't encourage our listeners. 9 3 1 5. I think the biggest key is that we can win the point battle with throwing the ball. I think Utah State absolutely has an advantage there at quarterback and at wide receiver. It's just, will Logan Bonner have Can we time? protect him? Yeah. Can we give him like three seconds to throw? I mean, he's at least drop back and then throw. Hey, I, I got to ask you, Ken, I feel like, because we talked about the San Jose State, you know, three phases dominated the game. Against San Diego State, can we win two out of three phases and win this ball game? If we play well in two out of the three phases, will that be good enough to win us this ball game against San Diego State, you think? 
And I would assume two of those three would be offense and special teams. How, yeah, however you want to assume it. Yeah. I mean, if you want to I just do, don't know that Utah State can outplay San Diego State defensively. Okay. I mean, if they do, great. I mean, oh yeah. my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. I just don't. You don't see I don't it, know though. How they can. You don't think this will be a high scoring game? Um, no. High 20s, maybe low 30s. Hmm. Nine nine four eight is Carson Field next to Frisco Lake. Oh, would you guys stop it? I saw the ocean. I don't know if you can see the ocean from Carson Field. I it don't is know. near Long Beach, but I don't know. I've never been to Carson Field. Uh, hey, we need to take a time out here in the full court press. When do we come back? Another chance to win tickets to see Utah State yes. and St. Mary's. I've got a tough one, by the way, for you kids. It's gonna it's gonna bend some brains. Hmm. Okay. Bane Brent, a brain. <laughs> you've yes, got me tongue tied. Yes. What was that again? <laughs> Say it. Say brain it. bender coming oh, up. No, next. that's not what you said. On the full court press. Say it. Happy holidays from Birch Creek Golf Course. For your golfer this Christmas, I invite you to visit birchcreekgolf.com. Birch Creek's online store offers punch passes that are on sale at the spring sale price, as well as driving range passes and discounted golf lessons from our PGA teaching staff. So for your golfer this Christmas, I invite you to visit birchcreekgolf.com and enjoy Birch Creek's virtual online store. And happy holidays from your friends at Birch Creek. Hi, this is James with White Pine Funeral Services. We are excited to host a holiday concert featuring a choir and musical ensemble by Jay Richards. All are welcome to attend free of charge. We will be collecting food items at the door for the cash food pantry. We extend a special invitation to anyone who is missing a loved one this holiday season. Back-to-back performances will take place at White Pine on Thursday, December 2nd at 7 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. Please give us a call or visit whitepinefunerals.com for more information. White Pine Funeral Services It's back. Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan is having our annual Pick a Pearl event. If you've attended this in the past, you know how much fun we have. And if you haven't come before, you don't want to miss this exciting event. For only $10, pick your oyster, open it that day, or save it for that stocking stuffer surprise. Mark your calendar, Friday and Saturday, December 10th and 11th. Pick a Pearl at Jarek's Fine Jewelry, 930 North Main. Just look for the bright green cars. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. I'm Nate Crackman. This week in the Mountain West, it's the championship game preview show. San Diego State color analyst Rich Ornberger will tell us if the Aztec defense and Matt Ariza can boot SDSU to the title, while the voice of the Aggies, Scott Gerrard, will break down if Logan Bonner and that vaunted Utah State offense can hurry up their way to the crown. It's all this week here on the Mountain West Radio Network. Thursday night during the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press and uh, opportunity to win some tickets to go see Utah State and St. Mary's tomorrow night in the Spectrum. Big-time showdown between Mountain West and West Coast Conference. St. Mary's is a good team. This is a good resume builder for USU if they can get the win. And Ajay, before the break, said he's got a real brain bender. You know, what was it before, Eric? <laughs> for you to uh, get, guess to get the tickets right. And who said, knows? Maybe we'll win. Oh, oh, yeah. Now we, we're attacking that one again, huh? <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, Eric, really quickly, what is the over/under of the Aggie game this weekend? Uh, opened at. I want to make sure I get it this right. It opened at uh, four and a half for San Diego State, and as of this afternoon, it has moved to six. It's crazy. Point and a half in a few days. All right. Not small. For another pair of tickets, I've got a question for you. St. Mary's in Utah State. At home, uh, Utah State is 3-3 three and three against St. Mary's. When is the last time Utah State beat St. Mary's in Logan? Again, when is, is this the... Is a multiple choice or does somebody need to get it? They need to know. Give me the year. Okay. You know, that'd be cool if you could give me the year. When is the last time the Utah State Aggies beat St. Mary's in Logan? Give me the year. I don't care about the date. I don't care about the score. Just give me the year. 435-339-0321. If you can recall the last time Utah State beat St. Mary's in Logan, we give you a pair of tickets to go see Utah State and St. Mary's battle it out in the spectrum tomorrow night. Uh, in the meantime, a couple texts that have come through. 9315. Is this a pie thing with AJ, but he don't like them? No, I love, guys, I love moon pies. And by the way, you still owe me a pick six, pick six gift. Oh, I do. Yes. That's right. You act all surprised. Oh, yeah, I do. Six two one one. What are you doing? No, stop it. <laughs> Six two stop one doing one. That. It's just. I will disqualify you. Keeps texting random years. <laughs> no, he's not texting it. random. They're all going in order. <laughs> Hope he hits one. And right. none of those three are right, by the way. All right, four three five three three nine zero three two one. Last time Utah State beat St. Mary's in Logan. Uh, to get you a pair of tickets to go see those two teams face each other tomorrow. Um. Uh, I wanted to get some more from the coaches and players on this football game coming up on Saturday. Uh, we've been talking about this San Diego State defense. Logan Bonner had an opportunity to weigh in on some of his early scouting of San Diego State and what he sees uh, is what he's going to be coming at him and what he may be able to attack. Yeah, it looks a lot like um, what we just faced. Um, they do some other different things, and they're very talented. Um, one of the best defenses we'll play all year. Um, so we have a lot of respect for them and they do a lot of things that New Mexico, um, did obviously we just played what you just said. So I think that, uh, it'd be a tremendous challenge and we're looking forward to it. There are guys on this Utah state team who have faced San Diego state recently. Um, they've seen opponents who play like San Diego state. Uh, Justin Rice is a guy who played at Fresno and would regularly face San Diego State. And he weighed in on some of his memories of going up against the Aztecs. Yeah, they're just going to play their brand of football, which is 
downhill physical football, try to outmatch you in the trenches and really just impose their will. So I'm expecting the same thing uh, this Saturday. Uh, yes. Absolutely. They, they are one of those teams that um, they will come at you and then they will come at you and they will come at you some more. They're always going to be pressuring you from different spots. And that's what makes it a challenge. It's not so much that it's always, you know, they have this really big physical front four or front the great defensive lineman that's always busting through and you always have to double team him. They have that, but they have great linebackers. They have a secondary that sometimes will come up on pressure situations. So they can bring pressures at you at different parts of the field at different times of the game. So yeah. they always have to be on guard. Hey, 5879 text. And by the way, 6891, that is incorrect. Uh, 5879, guys, can we just mention how huge it is? We are playing for a championship this weekend. As a fan, I'm so excited. Exceeded my eight-game win expectation. Eric had him at 6-6. Six and six. I had him at 9-3. and three. You, uh, you know, 5879, 8-4. Not bad. It is awesome. It's, it is cool. Isn't it's amazing that this team year. is in the conference championship game. No question. If I mean, there aren't enough platitudes to say how amazing this is and the job that this coaching staff has done and these, what these players have done yeah. to get themselves in that position. The real coach of the year, by the way. 9315, does this mean USU should throw some short slam plays? Anything short routes are good. you got to get rid of the ball quick. Yes, I agree. Got to keep this defense away from Logan Bonner. Slants, in cuts, flat routes. Boom, 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 boom. Just get rid of it and let it make plays. Yeah. Don't scramble either. Don't go. Don't run stupid QB draws. Enough of that crap. Like, I don't want the kid to die. <laughs> I'm serious. Please. <laughs> Unless it's like the parting of the, of the sea, and there's no question that, I mean, you'd be stupid not to run, but don't put yourself in harm's way. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Totally. Uh, Got to take another time out here in the full court press. I might have to think of a new question because nobody can get this one. I'll think of a new one. When was the last time Utah State beat St. Mary's in Logan? 435-339-0321. We still have another pair we need to give away, too. Yeah, we do. I got to think of a question. Uh, 6211, that is incorrect. (laughs) This view for trying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, another time out here in the full court press. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Imagine the other team has an ace in their starting lineup. He's fast, relentless, and his field goal percentage is 73%. What's your team's defensive strategy against a player like that? Well, that player is ransomware. And in 2020, 73% of ransomware attackers succeeded in holding their victim's data hostage. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Jim Bridger here. Of course I've got skis and boots. The best leather boots and Aspen skis a pelt can buy. Don't ski on old equipment. Al Sporting Goods has new ski and board equipment that you can rent for the entire season. Pick them up now and bring them back in May. Youth ski or snowboard rental, only $89. Adult ski or snowboard rentals, only $109. And right now, with every season ski rental, receive a free pass to Cherry Peak Resort. Don't wait. $89 and $109 ski season rental prices end soon. New ski equipment at Al's. Yeah, I heard you. I'm old, not stupid. I'm on my way. This is Jeff John, head golf professional at Logan River Golf Course. Happy holidays from myself and my staff down at the river. It's time once again for our holiday punch pass and season pass sale. 
through Christmas Eve, all punch passes and season passes will be on sale. In addition to our punch passes, all items in the shop will be 20 to 60% off. We also have gift cards available for the excellent stocking stuffer. Happy holidays from all of us at Logan River Golf Course. Play fast, play fair, play well. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. I think we have a lot of momentum right now. Uh, we're playing pretty well. Like Just like I said, football is football. Anything can happen on any Saturday. Um, we still got to come out and play our best game. Um, their whole defense as a whole, their back end is really good. Um, their their front seven is phenomenal. Um, it's going to be a huge challenge for us um, all day. And we're looking forward to it. Um, we wouldn't want it any other way, and I think it's going to be a great game. It's Logan Bonner, by the way. Love that guy. Uh, hey, we got we got to give away two more pairs of tickets here. Uh, <laughs> 9948-0933-6767. You're all wrong. I'm going to give you a hint. Got to go a little bit further back. You got to go. A little bit means a lot of bit. Uh, you need to go back to the 1900s. You go back to the 20th century. 20th century. Is that what century that was? Yes. Go back to the 20th century. Okay. Uh, Remember, in Logan. In Logan. And they won, not lost in Logan. The last time they lost in Logan was in 2009. My next question for you. Wait. The last time who lost in Logan? Logan Utah No, State. sorry, 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 sorry. The last time, actually, uh, yeah. So when they played at home in 2009, they had 6 2 1 1. You win. You get a pair of tickets. <laughs> there you go. It only took you a 50 try, but you <laughs> got it. After all the effort. Uh, the last so what was time the correct answer? Utah State. One in Logan against St. Mary's was 1978. Here is my next question for you. In 2009, Eric, Utah State lost to St. Mary's in Logan 68-63. It broke a long winning streak. At that time, before that loss, what was that winning streak? Wow. I have no idea. You got to be a real diehard Aggie to get that one. Really? 2009? Yeah. The it, loss against St. Mary's broke. 0933 just won himself a pair of tickets. 37 games they'd won straight. Ooh, home remember, games. Yep. Remember, oh. Gary Wilkinson was 34 and 0, and they won three more and then lost to St. Mary's in that bracket buster. 37 games is the correct answer. 0933 6211. You both won yourself a pair of tickets. That wasn't. Too hard. No. Nice. That was a lot easier than the last win in Logan. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, hey, this um, the San Diego State team. Just some final thoughts there. This is a team that you know, Matareza, um, great punter. Not a lot of times that you feature the punter, but he really can flip the field. He averages 51.47 yards per punt, which is incredible. But they've also got a pretty good return game. Uh, they, they've had some uh, guys that have had some big returns. Jordan Bird is their big return guy. Okay. Cameron Bird, is that his name? Jordan Bird. Jordan Bird. Okay, I've heard a lot about him. Now, on punt returns and kick returns. 
He's on a kick return. He has brought one back to the house. A full hundred yards for a touchdown. What's he averaging right now? On punt returns, only seven point two. But it's not on, horrible. Not horrible. But on kick returns, he's averaging twenty nine point three. Hmm. Save on Scarver for the Aggies on kick returns, averaging twenty four. That's kind of went down a little bit too, hasn't it? I feel like. Uh, nine three one five. I don't think the Aggies' run game is as good as we might think, or the ads' run game. Well, the ads' run game might be really good. I don't know. I'm assuming the San Diego State. Oh, oops, ads. Nope, that's the same one you just used, buddy. <laughs> Aztecs. Ags. Who calls them the Az? <laughs> who calls them? Who calls them the Azes? <laughs> Eric, it's the Ags. Well, is. Nine three one five. Are you still referring to Utah State <laughs> or San Diego State? Are we allowed to call them the Azes? <laughs> I guess uh, get you to some dangerous territory. <laughs> oh, SDS. There you go. Uh, San Diego State rushing offense. They average one hundred and seventy-eight yards per game. I think it's a pretty good run game, Eric. Utah State averages one hundred and fifty-two. They have 24 rushing touchdowns to Utah State's 10. So, it, I, it's just it's, it's a bruising. It's a combination game. between the running back and the uh, quarterback. Yeah, it's a bruising running game. It beats you up. Aggies are going to have to match the physicality of that, like play for play, or else they're going to get worn down. What do you think is more exhausting, playing a physical run game? Or a high-rate offense? Physical run game. Because it starts to open up other things. Yeah. Actually, Blake Anderson talked about that San Diego State offensive line. And as part of their... They certainly deserve a lot of credit for what they've been doing in the run game. Well, they're long, as we talked about. They're big, long, and they run well. I think it's one of the reasons that they are so good at running the outside zone play. You have to be really athletic on the old line to be good at running outside zone, and they are. Um, he clearly was committed to these guys well before I got here. Uh, I wish he, I wish he just stayed put and was wearing uh, navy and uh, and silver. But it is what it is. Uh, but I think their length and their their they got great feet. They are very very light on their feet for a big group of guys. And the outside zone play becomes extremely difficult to defend when you're that athletic up front. And they've run the ball well against everybody all season long. So yeah, their ability. I, I think to it's the second one, by the way. What you just said. Create gaps and to, to put pressure and, and, and have a push. Excuse me, that's what I'm trying to say. Have a push on your defensive front is really the what credits uh, San Diego State and their offensive line. They're massive, and they just they they do a lot of things really well. And it doesn't take a big gap for Bell and those guys to get through either. They can they can slither through pretty good, even the tiniest gaps, and then get get big chunks out of it. Got to close them quickly. Backs backers got to stay in their assigned spot. And you got to wrap up. Cannot let him break tackles. Right, and an elusive quarterback too. Yeah, very elusive quarterback. Do you think who, who do you think starts? Uh, I don't know how you don't have. Um, now his name slipped my mind. Uh, the, who who was the quarterback last week for for San Diego State? Um, Brookshire. Yeah. Uh, how how does Jordan Brookshire not be your starting Your quarterback? quarterback? Do you think we see two quarterbacks? It's possible. Me too. Uh, I don't know the health of Lucas Johnson. He went da- he went out of the game because of injury. 
but he was also not very effective. Yeah. Hey, 5879. Okay, prediction time. Matchup should be as uh, San Diego State slows down our offense. Our D steps up huge. We win the turnover battle. Special teams makes key field goals. Ooh, I like that last part. Uh, San Diego Union Tribune reporting just in the last hour. Jordan Brookshire will likely be the starter. Lucas Johnson did return to practice this week, but uh, Brookshire appears most likely to be the starting quarterback. There you go. All righty then. That answers that. 5879 says Aggie 17. Yeah, he made the change. San Diego State 14. Mm, really low scoring game. Defensive battle. It could be. It could be that way. They it could too. be. Yep. Utah State's more prone to score points. Um, but look, it, it in my mind, it has to be the template that worked for them against Air Force. That's the kind of game they have to play. Yeah. Because they've got to just run away from these guys and score a lot of points. Okay. Because I don't think they're going to beat them head to head. Yep. Just physical, physical. Just physical stuff. Yeah. Yep. I got you. Hey, by the way, uh, pick up the tickets tomorrow between 8 and 5 at 810 West, 2nd North. Thanks for playing, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow, previewing Utah State and St. Mary's.